Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Welcome back to Higher Self and I, and I cannot wait for today's success story. It is a full 360 of both of our worlds, and today I'm interviewing my gorgeous, gorgeous client, Katie. Funnily enough, I actually used to teach Katie dance way back when. Uh, when she was a student, I was a dance teacher in Telford, and how our worlds collided back into the coaching industry literally blows my mind. And it has been the most insane time together. The experiences that we've had together and the growth that Katie had during our time together and our famous session, which we speak about in today's podcast, has really allowed her to go from strength to strength in her business. And I literally cannot wait to see what she does in 2024. She is blowing up already and will carry on blowing up because of how much she believes in herself. And this was something that we really worked on together as well. So Katie is a mindset coach and owner of a self-development brand called Internal Glow Up. Now, in just six very short months, she has gone from a neuroscience and psychology student to a multi-five-figure month business owner and NLP master practitioner. She uses subconscious programming and has transformed the lives of countless individuals from business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, corporate leaders, and those self-development enthusiasts. Katie has helped individuals eliminate fear, limiting beliefs, that they need to create that financial freedom and the I can mindset that we all know and love and really help them step into their fullest potential. You'll never ever feel alone with Katie. She is fun. She's easygoing. She makes mindset change feel completely effortless. And just to watch her grow in the last six months has been an absolute pleasure. So without further ado, let's get in. Welcome to the podcast, The Success Story of Katie. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. Oh my God. Oh my God, the guests I have today, the conversations we're about to have and the session, the famous session that we're about to talk about is going to be through this roof. I am so excited. Welcome, welcome, gorgeous Katie. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. My name's Katie and I'm a mindset coach and I'm buzzing for today's conversation. I cannot, cannot wait. We are literally a day after the in-person event that Katie was at, which was absolutely incredible. So we're in the vibes. We are feeling it. Um, And I cannot wait to get into the juicy bits of our time together. I know it was a huge, it was a huge transformation of epic kind. Um, So I can't wait to share it 
with the world and let people hear just how incredible you are. But I think it's a funny story that I wanted to start with because it's complete 360 of us working together because I actually used to teach Katie dance. <laughs> like back in what was it like 20 2016 2015 2017 I think maybe 2017 yeah so we are full 360 like once dance teacher now business and mindset coach and by god like how our worlds collided in the most perfect ways so I want you to tell the audience first of all where you were with your business and with your mindset when we first started working together (laughs) okay so about six months ago I was a university student living on 100 pounds a week um and I wanted to become a mindset coach but the one thing that happened about the most was my fear of failure like I cannot even tell you how bad my fear of failure was like if I had a drink of alcohol fear of failure future anxiety everything awful um and I was like something needs to change because like I can't do it. I won't get rich. I won't be successful. All these beliefs, like I'm not good enough, da 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 da. So I came to Becky and I'd actually been following Becky for years. Um always, always knew I was gonna work with her. And I was like, Hey, just do it. I dropped the message saying, Are we doing this or what? <laughs> and I got on the call and I invested and left me with like three pounds in my bank account. I was like, Yeah, who shit. Hi dad. <laughs> Um, just to let you know, I am working with Becky, my coach. She's like, okay, cool. We've got, we can talk about it later. I was like, no, dad, I've already invested and it's happening. I was like, oh shit. Um, best decision I have ever made. I've told Becky that she's coming to the grave with me, like everything, like (laughs) beyond my funeral note, everything, like absolutely life changing. Um, so gone from, I mean, we're going to detail, but basically gone from, three pounds to more e5 figure months in four months which is unbelievable gone from i'm not good enough i can't do it i won't be rich i won't be successful to i can have and do whatever i want like i i fully believe in myself i know i'm good enough there's not even a doubt in my mind that i don't think i'm good enough literally full belief i'm good enough um absolutely unbelievable um and that has allowed me to take so many risks this summer. And I said to myself that I've got three months to make this work. If not, I move back home and I get a job or I have to work for someone else. And I was like, Dad, watch me. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You watch me, bitches. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. So um, three months, took all the risks, put my prices up four times since working with Becky. Um and now I'm at full capacity and have a fucking brilliant mindset. I mean, what a title from three pounds to multi <laughs> to multi five figure months in four months. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's kind of rewind because there has been so much that we that you have done, um, that we've done together, that we've put in place, and you know, we'll now go on and build your business to exactly how you want it to be. You know, when you made that investment, and like I, I never push anyone to into an investment at all. I want it to feel scary yes of course but I I equally want it to feel like it was the right decision and I remember we had conversations and I know we've constantly reflected back on that one message that you sent me prior to us investing of you know what ROI and how that's going to feel what made you know 
in your gut that like this was the next step for you? Not just investing in me as a person, but like as investing to take yourself to the next level. Because I knew I was capable. I know I had the ability and I know I work so hard and I know I deserve it based on like my work ethic and just like I deserve it. But I didn't believe that I'd have it. And I knew that was a thing that had to shift Like to the fact that I'd have future anxiety all the time, like glass of alcohol, boom, anxiety about the future. And I was like, I can't, like, I know I can do it, but I was like, I need to believe it. Like, then I'll take action. And I think the first thing was like, boom, the mindset needs to, needs to change. Like that was a bigger thing. And then I knew that like, I'd seen all the results and everything. Um, and I was like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, literally, let's jump in. So let's go to what we've coined the famous session. (laughs) Guys, you're not missing out. We're going to tell you what it is right now. But basically, it was our second session in and we had done a lot of work with every client in our first session. I will deep dive into your business. So we dove in dived. Uh, Who knows what you say at that point? Uh, We went into your business, didn't we? And we kind of had a look at the strategy behind your sales. We had a look at your content visibility. We started to shift talking to um, a a bit of a higher caliber of client. We had to look at your product. I mean, you had no one-to-one coaching at all, did you? When we started together, we built all of that out. And then we came to this session. And I think because you're so incredibly self-aware and so driven to not let mindset blocks hold you back. And I think that's where the predominance of your success comes from is you as a person and how driven and ambitious you are. That one belief, what was it? Can you can you even remember what the belief was that we went in to change? I'm not rich and I'm not good enough. Or I won't be rich and I'm not good enough. I won't be rich and I'm not good enough. And it kind of came just from a discussion, didn't we? We didn't actually plan to do mindset work that session, which I think is always it's always juicier when it kind of crops up and we were like, whoa, okay, we've got to go in, we've got to sort this out because you knew that that was kind of stopping you from, you know, that was right at the beginning. So you were still getting used to making money and having people sign and that, you know, we were still getting used to that at that point, weren't we? And we went in and I know we don't need to go into detail, but you had a real profound conversation with your inner child, didn't you? I remember it so clearly. I still get goosebumps from it. How did it feel when we were in that? Tell me about the famous session. <laughs> so famous session, I literally was like talking about my fear of failure. Then we got to the number one belief, which was I won't be rich and I'm not good enough. And I believed that wholeheartedly. Like I fully believed it, felt sick. Like I could feel the feeling was so strong. And I think that's why the self, like that's why we, the shift was so big. Went back to the event at which I took it on. 14 years old, short, thick hair. I'm in a blue and pink cat suit step turning across the bloody dance hall thinking I'm not good enough I went back looked saw my younger self 14 years old we did all the work asked me the questions da 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 and I was like how the fuck could you ever not think you weren't good enough like how could you not think you're good enough and from that moment I find it incredibly difficult to be hard on myself now I I won't I find it hard to be nasty to myself because I'm like you are good enough. Like you're so good enough. And I'm like, and that is, yeah. And I cried for hours that night. <laughs> hours. I remember in that bathroom just crying for two reasons. Number one, for the sheer feeling pity and feeling sorry for my younger self at 14. Like, how could you not feel like you're good enough? Like you're more than good enough, Katie. 
And I literally remember saying to myself that in the bathroom, I was like, you're so good enough. Like, what the hell? Like, let's do it. And, and number two was like, um, what's on number two? Number two, oh, is that just, um, yeah, so feeling sorry for my younger self and also just that relief, that relief of like years for, for, from 14 to I was 22 when we started. All those years you haven't felt good enough and you actually are good enough. Just that relief. I was crying of happiness. Like, wow, it feels so fucking good to feel good enough. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I love that. And I remember like having that conversation about the relief with you. And I think it was like, it was the timeline therapy that we did, which is an NLP technique that I use and you also use in your business. But it was, it was more than that, wasn't it? It was the reframe of how you saw your younger self. And I, I genuinely believe that that's what broke it free was like, how dare I speak to her like that? Like, how dare I think that I am not good enough? And that, and just having that realization then was genuinely the catalyst to what happened next, wasn't it? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that week alone, the way I showed up on social media was ridiculous. Like I was like, I can fucking do anything. Like the confidence on my stories, like I was like, you need me, I don't need you. Like yes. confidence, like the self-belief was unbelievable. Like, and I still have that self-belief now. But and do you know what's crazy to me is like I'm still in awe of the amount of self-belief I have now because I never had that ever. And that shit, wow. So good. Yeah, I love it. That's what made my business the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, and I think that it's so powerful for people to hear that because, you know, that I'm not good enough and and like berating yourself and being horrible, horrible to yourself, like is such a huge narrative for so many people, especially women, for like so many of my clients. And I think just you giving yourself the permission to one, go into the uncomfort, like it was uncomfortable for me to take you into that that into that place and for you to see it. And yes, there was release of tears and a full shedding of what had happened before. And yes, you had to then go on and be like, hell yes, I am. But it was the fact that you allowed yourself to go in there. And I think that's truly what allowed you to get in so kind of to get to the root so quickly. I mean, it was literally session two of us working together, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't stop talking about a session now ever. And <laughs> yeah. And like, do you know what? Like even little things like, for example, like I would never used to really compliment myself. I'd always put myself down. And like, I remember like a few days after I saw a photo of myself and I went, oh, you look really pretty. And I went, okay, who are you saying that? Like, what the hell? Like you're being so kind to yourself. And now I'm just like, I find it so hard to be. And this is why I move so well. And this is why like, I don't let other things get me down. I don't compare myself that often anymore. Like I'm just tunnel vision. Yeah. And just like that. And I think like that's that's what you need for business. You know, there's there's so much noise. There's so many other people doing things. There's the bubble that we live in on social media. And actually, when you don't have that tunnel vision and when you don't have that focus and when you don't have that belief, you know, I find a lot of the clients who are so successful are the ones who truly fucking believe and see how magical they are and I think like just unlocking that for you which we'll now go on and talk about chills <laughs> unlocking that for you um really allowed you to step into a world that I don't I, I think you knew was possible but you couldn't connect the dots could you like you couldn't kind of see there and then could you yeah 
So we got through that belief, tick, tick, tick. We felt really fucking good and we were going, going, co. So next we kind of worked out product suite and what that looks like and stepping into more one-to-one. How did that feel to make that transition to like fully step into becoming the mindset coach, becoming known for that, starting to sign clients? Because I know that was such a big celebration that we had, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? Even after that session, like I was like, I'm changing my name from mindset coach to the mindset coach. Like. I am going to be the best fucking... No, I'm not. Well, you are. You are. <laughs> we together will be. <laughs> um, but no, but that sort of energy where I was like, I... But even like I, I then, because I knew I was good enough, I was then right, even first session, there was no procrastinating on starting. I was like, boom, let's just start. Put the prices at, you know, a bit of a lower level and we'll just start. So even the first sessions, like they weren't perfect sessions, but it made me move quicker. Like that belief made me move quicker. Like then we put my prices up and then, you know, took on more clients and stuff. And just, yeah. And oh, yeah, just unbelievable. And the way, and, and the way it showed up online as well. And just, I think the content as well, that's definitely got me clients like that. Yeah. Yeah. We did a lot of work together on the subconscious content that I teach within my one-to-one and really being that attraction energy. And I think you very much have grown your business doing that without knowing the strategy behind it. You kind of do it organically and you do it naturally. But I think just having those strategic points where we do really get and connect to the subconscious of your ideal clients. I mean, you now have a wait list of like, I can't even imagine how many people through the roof, like people begging, (laughs) begging to, and now we're in the kind of next level of your business of we've, you know, we've, we've filled the one-to-one and we fill the one, you fill the one-to-one very easily. And now it's okay. Like what's the next step and what does that look like for you? Which I know, again, that could knock people. And I know it really does, you know, people get to the next level or they feel capped and they feel stagnant and they stay there for years. But you were like, no, let's fucking move. Like, okay, like I've done that. I've completed that. Now what's next? How did it feel when you hit that? You kind of hit the the next level and you're like, oh, okay, something's got to change. So I obviously hit full capacity of clients very quickly. And then that means that I'm capped at like what I can earn. Um, and I've hit every single target every single month increased every month um and now you know one of the goals was x amount a month hit that and um, next year we're going for nearly triple that yes of course we are <laughs> nearly, nearly triple that a month um and i'm just like yeah let's fucking do it but the, the thing is is when you step into that next level it's like shit there's so many things i need to change my business like well is something to be in check like what's next is it group coaches to hire another coach like da, da, da. like it really you went to step into that next level and you need to follow that and we spoke about this yesterday at the event like personal brand like everything like if I want to step into that and like the goals that I want next year like my environment needs to change like my identity needs to come with me you know like it needs to be I need to identify as a person with these goals and even to the point of like the clothes I wear and the way I want to be seen, the way I want to show up online, my content, who I'm speaking to, like everything needs to change. And it's like you can work on the beliefs, but everything else needs to follow through as well. And I think that's what we're working on at the moment. So I can step into some higher months. Like if I've grown from three pounds to multi-five figures in four months, <laughs> I need to get a kick up the bum, like with everything that needs to change. My systems need to be better. I need to be better. Da, da, da. So yeah, next year the goal is 
for 50k months. Yeah, let's let's claim it here and now and we'll listen back to this little podcast when we're sipping champagne somewhere and cheers into your 50k months and we'll go, we did it. Look at that. You did it. Um, and I think and I think that's the most powerful thing. It's like, you know, that next level, it does bring up gaps. And because you um because you scaled so quickly, because you had the belief behind yourself, because you were so in that, you were like, let's fucking go. Like, of course I'm good enough, and of course it's gonna happen. We did have what we call the quantum leap of the industry like that did happen for you and I think because we created the safety around it which was a lot of work that we did you know every time that you hit that new finance level we had a conversation about it and we created the neutrality around it you know pre four four months ago it was three pounds four months later it's a very different story and I think just having those conversations together where you normalize it where you be in that space where you are normalizing the numbers or you are normalizing being having a wait list or you are normalizing 50k months of where you're going it helped you to sustain it as well didn't it like even though there was huge growth and very quickly that sustainability happened didn't it yeah and do you know what like at the start I was I was like oh my god I've got to pay this outgoing I've got to pay this like I was like ah shit like I'm not used to this um and now like you said the event like something comes into my bank and I'm like oh that's nice what's that's really- lovely yeah exactly yeah I love that I'm not in like a big head away but more just like a, you you become accustomed to that next level and that becomes your new norm and then you start acting in accordance to that next level and then when you want to take it to the next level your beliefs need to change your environment your identity the way you show up the way you take action the way you take risks and then you step into that next level again and it's like boom you just keep going it's brilliant <laughs> yeah exactly just like you know I think some of the let's talk of, about some of the things that you've done this year like I mean I'm gonna say this year the last four months because it really has been the last four months like we're not shitting you um so you ran um tell tell everyone about the event that you ran because I think that was a huge celebration for you and you stepping into that next level wasn't it Oh my God. Yeah. So I ran an event, sold VIPs in one night, sold the event in a month. Of how many tickets? 50 tickets. Yeah. And held this event, did a whole subconscious experience. Everyone had like 50 breakthroughs in the same second. And then, yeah, it was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And definitely like, I felt like I was my highest self for that event. Like a hundred percent. Like that was literally like, this is what I want. Like, that moment yes I've done it and the thing is with that as well like the thing with this belief I'm good enough I and I was like right I need to run an event a week later my venue was booked a week later I was selling tickets the day after my tickets were sold out a month later whole event sold out I move as quick as my ideas come and that is I think why I've been so successful in the past four to six months because I move at the pace my ideas come because my beliefs support that so I can move because I'm like I can do it right (laughs) That is the title of the podcast. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, because you've given yourself the permission and you've created the belief. And like, not only did we shift the belief, but then you went on to solidify that. Like, just like you were saying, you would look at a picture of yourself and go, fucking hell, you look good there. Or you would do something in your business and you're like, well done, Katie. Like, yes, we've fucking done it. Like, you were constantly creating new evidence for this new belief, which meant if an idea did drop, you didn't go, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if anyone will buy. You you went with it. It's the same with like rest. And I think this is definitely something I learned from you is like pulling back when you don't feel good or when your mood's not good or when you're on your period. You pull back 
if you have this belief that I'm going to get it, I'm going to achieve it, I can do it, you can pull back because you have so much trust in yourself that when you feel good and you have the energy and you feel good, you will go and get it. And you attract when you're in that energy. Like it is effortless. Like I haven't had my coaching link in my bio for a month. Like I just work with my mood and like, I'll be there watching Netflix at 12 PM on a Wednesday watching Gossip Girl because I can. And because I know that when I want to put my energy back in, when I'm feeling good, I'll get it. And that's all beliefs. Like if that's because my beliefs. And so leaning into the trust of when you don't feel good, you pull back. And then when you feel good, bang, let's get it. Yeah. And I think that was a big conversation that we had, isn't it? And I think especially because we're both performers. So I, I, I get you a lot. You're, I mean, you're very similar to me in very many ways. And we always have that joke and conversation, but you know, as a performer, like we grew up being like, do it again, do it again. Even if you feel shit, do it a fucking again. Like that was the, that was almost what we grew up in. So we, uh, of course, as a performer, you're a hard worker because you have to be. So we kind of have that from the industry, but equally, you don't rest we don't rest ever do we and it was almost a bad thing for you to rest like I remember when we were starting to really uncover the rest and and what we wanted that to look like for you you were like no 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 like I have to keep working it has to keep going and then as soon as we did that belief and you're like oh no Beck like I can this isn't about me like this is just genuinely a day that I want to watch Gossip Girl and I can still make money whilst I'm resting it was a real shift wasn't it yeah. And then you build evidence that it actually works. So when you hop, when you pull back, it's like your mind's like, thank you for doing that. Now, when we feel good, I'm going to go and get you a sale to prove to you that you can rest and you can still give money. And that's what happened. I pulled back. And then when I felt better, I went for it and I got five clients in two days. Bang. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's your evidence. That's what we like to do. Create constant evidence. <laughs> exactly. And then you work with yourself all the time and yeah. Yeah. Become so self-aware. So we know where we're going to go next. We know the next level. We know that we'll probably be having another podcast success story in another four months of where she's gone. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I don't know. She'll be partying with Tony Robbins and of the future, I'm sure. But, <laughs> um, but if you um, had to sum up our work in like one, I'm going to give you either a sentence or a word up to you. What would that be? Our time together. Life changing. 100%. I love that. The end. <laughs> Mic drop. Done. <laughs> like, like you can you cannot put a price on it. Like you cannot put a price on my mindset now. Like that is invaluable. Like to be able to change that, like, People should be paying fucking millions for that. Like you live with this every single day, invest in it, like invest in it. And because you know how to actually change it, you actually know how to change your mindset on a subconscious level. So it comes from within. I don't need the therapist to tell me some advice. I don't need my friend to tell me advice. Like it's changed from within and the actions and the success that follows that is a reflection of your mindset hundred percent. So like, yeah. Mm. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. I'm not, I'm not working to someone else, am I? So definitely not. No. <laughs> she, she ain't going nowhere. Um, so I think that moves us lovely into you and what you do. I know I've been quizzing you on our time together, but I would love for the audience to know a bit more of your story and like what what got you into mindset? What got you so fired up about that? And obviously you've got your product-based um, business as well, which we'll tag in the show notes so people can see and go and buy because they're amazing. But yeah, tell us where it, where, where did it start for you? Like where did it all begin? <laughs> Deep one. Um, so essentially 
um where it all started was eating disorder at school never really felt like I fit in um definitely used food as a way to make me feel enough and make me feel better and use my body and blah blah blah, blah. um and then like I was like, something needs to change. I, yeah, that was it. I got to a point where I was like, so fed up. I was like, something needs to change. I cannot live like this forever. Like it was horrible. Um, and then I was like, okay, boom, I'm going to start journaling. So I started journaling um, every day for six months, which definitely helps me move through the binging part of my eating disorder. Um, got a therapist, all that kind of stuff. Started working myself a little bit more. Kind of got addicted to it. I was like, wow, this feels good. Like actually taking a bit of control back. And then I kept my eating disorder from everyone. And I was like, right, I need to tell my mom and dad. I mean, they probably could see it visibly, but I don't think they had much awareness about it or whatever. Um, so I told them. And then I was like, right, I'm going to make a YouTube series, 10 Ways to Shift Your Mindset for an Internal Glow Up. Hence why my brand is now called Internal Glow Up. And off the back of that YouTube, when I opened up on my eating disorder, I gave some tips, everything I'd learned really, just on surface level and from therapy. Um, I had hundreds of messages, like, everyone from my hometown was like oh my god Katie did not know you were going through this like had people going and telling their mom about their eating problems people opened up to their parents scroll I've got the screenshots in a folder from that year um I think it was 2018 and I was like holy shit this feels so right like this feels so right um and then I was like I need to do something about this like I need to help people more and it was intrinsic within me to want to help people because I was like I've done it like not to the degree that we've done it, but I'd overcome my eating disorder. And then I was like, I need to help people. So I made a journal, everything I learned. Um, and then, yeah, and then it went from there. Did Worked in the product business, whatever. So sell journals, productivity planners. Um, did my science degree, which is in neuroscience and psychology. And then I was like, I knew I wanted to either do therapy or something helping people. But I was like, therapy, seven years? Nah. And then I learned about what you do because obviously I followed you for years. And I was like, perfect that's a perfect job for me <laughs> and I said to myself at the start of uni I said to myself um if at the end of the three years I still want to do mindset coaching then I know it's right for me got to the end of three years and it was 12 weeks before three months before I finished my degree I was like right I need to do the course because as soon as I graduate I'm doing it um and then it was that was the moment where I graduated and I was like boom Becky I need you let's go and then in words to coach and I am I am very fucking good at it (laughs) (laughs) you are you are what what's your what's your favorite part of it what's your favorite part of being a mindset coach well after a session and I've literally just like the breakthrough I had if I can give that experience to someone else life-changing and I get like the mess like just genuinely knowing that some people have tried therapy they've tried books I've tried this that and the other they can't change it of course you can't but actually helping someone to shift and then them going and then taking action in their own business I'm like yeah boom yeah and I think that's the power isn't it of mindset coaching and you know I've had therapy and it's been very useful in the past and I know that there's a time and a place for it and I would never shit on it but like there is so much scope in mindset literally just reprogramming your neural pathways and then I think for me more than anything and, and with the work that we do it's that forward focus motion you know like I I think therapy you sit and you talk and you're you're in it whereas you know with the with mindset coaching you really are okay let's yeah let's sort it but equally what are we doing next where are we going next how are we moving forwards 
because with mindset coaching it's all based on goals like you're always working towards a goal and then anything mindset comes up in the way of that you overcome that so then you're always moving forward and I think that's super important because as humans we love to know we're working towards something that's what helps us move forward and get out of a slump or whatever um so I think that's why mindset coaching feels more positive because you're doing the mindset work but you're achieving your goals at the same time yeah and moving towards it, getting the ticks, getting the dopamine hits, getting all of the feels alongside it. (laughs) Amazing. Well, Katie, I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for coming on today. I knew it was going to be an amazing conversation. And I think for anyone who's listening, who feels that they're stuck in the I'm not good enough and it's felt like years or it's felt like it's never going to go away, I think Katie is a testament to just believing that it can be different 100% I yeah 100% 100% yeah well thank you for coming I love you lots and um, I'll see everyone on the next episode thank you so much bye bye your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast so if you have enjoyed the episode today please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.